0: To you fall out off the record fall out off the record freak out we'll talk some lore we'll shoot at stuff while we explore Fallout out off the record hey everyone and welcome to Fallout off the record i'm your host rick mcvick with my big old mug so there won't be any problems today except there are audio issues already but that's fine how is everyone doing tonight? I hope well. It's a Friday evening. It's sunny where I am at. Obviously, obviously not sunny where Vendertron is at. Who said he just drove through a flood to get here? That is the dedication of our listeners, folks. But anyway, let's go on and continue with our introductions before I go too far off the rails. Say hello, Sh- uh, say hi, Chalene. Hi, Shaleen. <laughs> Nice. Um, that's a, like a Don't Call Me Shirley bit right there.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, That's how we roll.
0: <laughs> so anyway, tonight... Old
1: jokes, like from the 20s. Old jokes.
0: That's uh, how we do it here i Fall Out off the Record. Um, we have a few ads to get through tonight, so let's get started. We are sponsored by TweakedAudio.com. If you are looking for a fancy or a shiny new pair of headphones or earbuds to don your ears, to make things sound good, to make my voice sound great and Chalene sound less shrill, <laughs> Uh, you can head to tweakedaudio.com and pick them out there, and then enter our code off the record, which is all one word, at checkout to receive 30% off and free shipping worldwide, and that is just you listeners. So head to tweakedaudio.com and enter our code off the record at checkout to get 30% off, and yeah. So we are also sponsored by Audible. Uh, which is the number one source for all things audiobooks. You can use our link, audibletrial.com slash questgamingnetwork to receive the free audiobook when you sign up for their free 30-day trial. And tonight, Shaleen recommends...
1: A Night of the Seven Kingdoms by George R.R. R. Martin, which is sort of a prequel to the Game of Thrones series, the Song of Ice and Fire. And it's actually, uh, like a much lighter tone. Um, it's still Game of Thrones, but like it's it's less. Uh, it's not as much something that leaves you just depressed and a quivering ball of sadness. <laughs> so I, I recommend that. That's something you can use to fill the uh, the show hole that Game of Thrones has left in your lives.
0: And you can get that book for free. Oh, sorry. You can get the audiobook for free by going to audibletrialcom network and signing up for that free 30-day trial. You can also become a patron of our sh- patron of our show by heading to patreoncom questgamingnetwork You can also make one-time donations by heading to questgamingnetwork.com and using our PayPal link. And it would also earn you a shout-out on this show. Also, last but not least, definitely not least, non-financially, you can share us on your social media. You can send us emails and have a conversation with us that way. You can like and subscribe and retweet our stuffs. And you can tell your friends about how awesome Fallout Off The Record is. So yeah, we have a lot of stuff to get through tonight, so I'm going to keep going. And tonight we've got some news gameplay. I've been doing a lot. Shaleen's been doing a little. Uh, I've got some lore. Shaleen's got some lore, actually. We also we, we also have the recap of the challenge and a new challenge to issue. Weapon of the week. Emails. And then after all that, we're going to get to our Far Harbor spoiler cast, which is going to be Shaleen's time traipsing through the wasteland of Far Harbor. But we're going to make sure to save that to the end, so that way anybody who hasn't gotten through the story yet won't miss much of the show. It's
1: there will be many adequate warnings uh, before, you, uh, before we start spoiling things. So if you haven't finished Far Harbor, you'll have plenty of time to jump off.
0: Yes. So Go ahead and we, pull that
1: ripcord, jump out of the jump out of the plane, yep. pull the cord. You'll be good.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Without further ado, we are going to get to the news this week.
1: If you like news, you're gonna love our next segment.
0: What happened in the world of Fallout this week, Julie?
1: As usual, lots of things, Rick. Lots of things. Actually not so many things this week. Um, Especially not compared to last week, because we had three weeks of news last week. Uh, The first item is really our big item of the week. Um, Patch 1.6 dropped. Um, It added the uh, exit saves. It's live for PC right now. You can see last episode for the full patch notes for this one. It comes out next week for Xbox One, Uh, no date yet for PS4. The forum post so far says working on timing for the PS4 version. So I presume that they're uh, maybe going to add in some additional things or maybe they're having difficulties. I don't know. But part of that patch is that Codsworth can now say 300 new names. And there are many gems here. Some common names uh, are added, you know, just plain old, you know, names that everybody has. Some Zodiac signs. What? <laughs> of Zodiac signs, Hmm. yeah, like Cancer, Taurus. Oh, hey, Mister
0: Cancer, that's great.
1: Yeah, I saw Captain Dumont cracking jokes about that on Twitter. Like, hey, we can, codsworth can finally call you Cancer.
0: (laughs) and Mister Hepatitis. Yeah, much.
1: They also added some names from Game of Thrones. Somebody at Bethesda's a big Game of Thrones fans. Uh, Breaking Bad, Star Wars, all kinds of things. Uh, I wrote down some of my favorites of the new names. Beatrix and Kiddo have both been added. Yay! I knew you'd like that. I knew you'd like that. Um, I feel
0: a new character coming on.
1: Bond, Cena. So you can actually have Codsworth call you John Cena, if you are John Cena. Um, Heisenberg, Inara, Joker, both Kamala and Khan have been added, if you're a Miss Marvel fan. Um, I read Volume 1 of Miss Marvel. It's pretty fantastic. Lu, Leia, Moira, Morticia, Phasma, Joffrey, Rihanna, Sandman, Sherlock, Vin, Watney, and Wigglesworth.
0: Wigglesworth.
1: Ha! Wigglesworth. That's a real gem. Wigglesworth.
0: I, I dig Inara, and uh, mm. I hope that's a fly, Firefly reference.
1: Oh, it's got to be. Gotta there's be. no way that's not a, a Firefly reference, right? It has to be. Yeah, it's got to be. Uh, still no Shaleen. I don't know what you're <laughs> thinking. Bethesda. I mean, there's got to be, what, like 10 of us out there that are just <laughs> wanting Cosworth to say our name. Rick is in the game. Why is not why is not Shaleen in the game?
0: <laughs> you are inferior. No, <laughs> seriously, I don't know why your name is not in there. It should be. Okay. I, I
1: didn't really think that it would be. I didn't really think they would include it. I was hoping for Shailene because there's that <laughs> there's that actress, Shailene Woody or whatever it that's just, in the... I thought maybe they would add that and that would be close enough for me.
0: Shailene just sounds like you put like a really deep, thick Southern draw on Shailene.
1: Shailene is Shailene. the most common mispronunciation of my name. Shailene. Uh There are people that know my name is not pronounced Shailene who continue to pronounce. Like I have family members who call me Shailene.
0: <laughs> Yeesh. Um, but
1: yeah, yeah, I was going through I was at, The first thing I did, of course, was go through these and look for my own name because, you know, that's what you do. And one of the names is Saline. <laughs> S-A-L-I-N-E. I was like, really? Mm-
0: Maybe you should just change your name, like legally. Yeah. To something. I don't know. Does anyone know if we could do Captain? Like, if we could do like Reynolds, like Mr. Reynolds? Because then I'd wear a brown coat.
1: I don't know. I would think Malcolm would be
0: in there. Malcolm, that's true. Malcolm McDowell, Malcolm X, I don't know. Malcolm Reynolds. There's a lot of Malcoms. Malcolm should. Anyway. Be there. Malcolm in the middle.
1: If the Beth is, if the Beth intern is that what you're calling him last week?
0: The thin turn. The beth
1: yeah. is out there. Get you know the Cosworth voice actor back in the studio. Get him to record Shalene.
0: I bet you her name is Beth.
1: Then we'll be good. It should be. It is now. Beth it intern. It is now beth. because we have that kind of power. You know, we not, can we Rename we, the Beth
0: intern. We pull Zenimax's strings. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, I hope that your name is one of these names, because that's got to be cool. And I know some of our listeners um, are in there. Um, I know they added Zach, and we have like three Zachs that listen, at least. So that's (laughs) cool. Anyway, moving along, the creation kit got an update. They added source scripts for contraptions stability updates fixes for skin textures and some other fixes so if you are a modder go ahead and check that out
0: Ooh, good.
1: and we have a bit of fallout shelter news old longfellow is now available in lunchboxes as a legendary character for all fallout shelters on all platforms uh that's good news because he was exclusive to android for quite some time so
0: that's so weird
1: now, us iPhone people, or you, iPhone people, most of uh, most of the iPhone people Look, can I, get Longfellow. I now.
0: absolutely hate my iPhone, so don't. I call love me my iPhone. Oh my this gosh. is this
1: is a reference to something else. The keyboard
0: um, is just a piece of garbage.
1: Yeah, it does kind of suck the keyboard. Um, and the uh, the autocorrect is is bad. <laughs> <laughs> autocorrect is so bad. What the duck? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I get what the duck and holy shot all the time. (laughs)
1: Yeah. My own name autocorrects to, like, shakiness and uh, (laughs) saline is another comment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) The closed beta for vault Tech Workshop is coming soon. Bethesda tweeted a little tease of that yesterday. You can sign up at Bethesda.net for a chance to be included. And if you've already signed up for any of the previous betas, you are already good to go. Also, uh, um, they're doing a stream later on, Bethesda, on the 12th, I believe. They just tweeted that right before the show. Cool. And we have a bit of zany Kotaku news this week, the return of of the zany Kotaku news. Yay! Streamer T-ronix beat Fallout 4 without being hit
0: once. I don't what even, a boss! I don't even think that's feasible. Is there what footage?
1: Oh yeah, it's all it's all up. It's like twelve Twitch streams, without using Kim's power armor or companions. Also, if he broke any of those rules, he had to start over. Oh my god! It took him over twenty-five hours, and this was his eighth or ninth attempt. And the key, he said, was knowing what he was up against in every encounter, preparing, and lots of sneaking them so that's pretty pretty amazing
0: i the only game i ever started to do that in was resident evil 4 because i had beat it on every single difficulty and then beat it on the highest difficulty or whatever and then i was like okay i could do this without getting hit and i think i got halfway through and then i finally got hit
1: mm.
0: that was the only time In fallout i wouldn't even begin to even try
1: <laughs> no I, i'm just not that good at games i would never try that
0: that that's insane i i Jeez, I, I want to watch this video now of him doing this.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: It'll be insane.
1: The deluxe Pit boy is available again. If you missed out on that and are interested in getting one, um, go now. They're back available in stock.
0: Eh. I'd rather <laughs> buy the figurine.
1: Yeah, Seriously. the cool power armor figurine. Yes,
0: yeah. I'd, I rather,
1: I'd rather, I don't know. I think I'd rather have the Pip Boy because it's closer to being like an actual actual Pip Boy. I don't know. The clasp on my Pip Boy broke last week when we were on the show. You know, I I was playing with the Pip Boy. Yeah. The clasp doesn't clasp anymore. It just like dangles. <laughs> just dangles. Doesn't hook right. That's. I was sad.
0: Well, that was like when I got mine out of the box. The top button, the select button, fell inside of it.
1: Yeah. I also broke that button because I didn't realize that it was not a, a button. I thought it was a button you could push. <laughs>
0: we both, so I broke that button. We did the same thing. Yeah. Push button and <laughs> So, guys, be, uh, be happy you didn't spend the money on a junkie pit boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it does still... It still looks very cool on the it desk. Does. Even it though does. it was ultimately disappointing. And I never used it to actually play the game with because it was it was unwieldy but i did like the app the app on my ipad was very cool that was pit boys off the record for this week
0: yeah mine's back there kind of all whitewashed out
1: yeah it looks pretty rad on my desk so i don't regret it Um, it does look cool and finally you can go to bethesda.net to see an interview with the creator of atomic radio we tweeted a link to that earlier today you can check that out. It was very neat. That's one of uh, my favorite mods, and I think many of you are enjoying it as well. So go ahead and check that out. It's very neat. He talks about why he did, did Atomic Radio and some of the other mods he's worked on. It's pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I, I read through, and it's, it's, I'm, this again just reinforces how much Bethesda cares about us players and modders and, you know, listeners of all things, you know, Fallout. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely check that out. So, does that conclude our news?
1: That's it for the news this week. Wow, that was
0: quick. That was quick. We didn't quite make it into the, in the uh, bumper time limit, but because <laughs> the song's off. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and get into our gameplay. And, uh, yeah, this week was a lot of fun, so let's go ahead and get into that.
1: Yeah!
0: No! Oh! So, I have realized, after building my Minuteman-based character... That looks a smidgen like Heath Ledger from The Patriot. That when you start focusing 100% on Preston Garvey's radiant quests, he kind of runs out of quests after a really? while. Really? Kinda. They have definitely slowed down. I've started. You know, I've gotten to the point where I'll walk up to him to turn in a quest if it was from like the radio or something. And uh, i 'll walk up and say i 've cleared out those guys for you and then he'll say, "Good you know make sure that you help out wherever you 're needed blah 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 and he walks away he doesn 't give me another mission he just walks away after giving me XP and caps um, so it's it's pretty interesting to to see that sort of thing where it 's kind of gotten bored like i don 't have anything else to do i 've got no settlements to rescue um, but actually i 've been doing a lot anyway. So what I've been doing is settlement building. I've been building my army, as it were, taking out a bunch of gunners to collect their dirty fatigues and gunner's outfits to equip my men with those bloody shirts um, and give my men some weapons. So along with that, I built a weapons and an ammo factory in Starlight Drive-In. The problem is I built an actual clothing factory but the thing with that is that you can't actually manufacture military fatigues with it. Really? The, the auto loom. Yeah, the auto loom. And that really, really freaking sucks. So I wasted resources thinking, you know, you could do, you know, but it basically just makes general clothing. I think like a suit and some other stuff. Hopefully, I would like to see them add more to those to the manufacturing plants. Just because there's a lot of stuff out there that would be really nice to manufacture. Granted, I would like to see that with a cost of resource, you know, increase. So, like, you know, you can build a mini nuke, but you need a ton of stuff. You know, maybe you need to refine the uranium or the um, nuclear material into something, and then you can make a mini nuke. But I I would really like to see more stuff available to be to be manufactured. But then again, that might be the modding community uh, to step up and do that. So, yeah. I've been manufacturing ammo here and there, not too much because I've been getting used to tagging things in the, in the, um, the junk system and that sort of thing. Uh, I also realized that lead is very hard to come by. I, I don't know a lot of stuff that has lead in it, maybe because I've never looked for it before. But basically all I know that has lead in it at this point is p- uh, pencils. Weights. Oh, jeez. I didn't even think about that. Um, okay. Weights, then. I'll go find weights. But weights and fertilizer, or lead and fertilizer, uh, steel and fertilizer, it, it's a big... You need those things to build ammo. So I've been doing that, building up my army, equipping... Basically, I'm starting at the castle where my power armor all is, and armor all. <laughs> power armor all. That <laughs> needs to be something to make the, to make the power armor shine. Um, that's where my power armor is, and kind of the military hub, I guess you could say, of my army so I've been focusing on equipping things down there and stuff. And the, yes, Joseph Tal in the chat room says, take all the weights from the Mr. Gutsy in the... Shalene, you can help me out with this. Where are all the Um, Mr. Gutsy's located? I forget this place.
1: The General Atomics Galleria.
0: That place. That was exactly what I thought of when you said weights. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I will be heading there. And there's also a
1: boxing gym uh, on... What's that place called? It's like a, this one corner. There's the old corner bookstore and then there's a gym very nearby. Oh, there is?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I will go check that out. I, there's I, a
1: boxing gym and you can find like a little um, alien toy who's like with a, with a jar of buff out like next to the weights. <laughs> it's
0: really <laughs> oh, cute. I think, I think I've seen that. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I've been doing, gearing up my army. I was gearing up my army to start a war. Basically, is what I was doing. Except I may or may not have jumped the gun on starting that war by heading to the Cambridge police station and wiping everyone out there. So, I got past, you know, I got past Kellogg. The Brotherhood of Steel is now invading. And the Minutemen are stepping up to expel the invading forces, if you will. So, I went to Cambridge police station and took out... The two scribes that were there, the scribe the night, and I took out uh Paladin Dance and made the whole brother Brotherhood of Steel mad.
1: I'm wearing my Brotherhood of Steel
0: t shirt today. <laughs> 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 well, see, here's the thing. Like the Minutemen and you, you know, I think of them as, as loyalists to the Boston area. I think of them as, as... They're not nationalistic, because they're not, but they definitely are loyalistic to, the, to their area. And the Brotherhood of Steel is very invasive. And the thing that I noticed about playing my Brotherhood of Steel character is that they rely on force over um, diplomacy.
1: Well, you're not wrong, but... Did you see these guys? I mean... How can you not join them?
0: <laughs> um, because they kill people and take their <laughs> land if they don't leave or hand over their stuff. So, yeah. Um, that's, you know, th- th- and that's why I decided to kind of start a war with them, just to see what it would be like to have your um, settlements attacked by a vertebrate and, yeah. and, and knights. And it, it adds a different dynamic. It actually kind of makes me want to build my settlements up with defense and give my people weapons and build um, guard posts and stuff because they're a lot more difficult to destroy than raiders are. I mean, you have a helicopter that's (laughs) equipped with machine guns and miniguns, dropping off guys in power armor, and all you have is a couple machine gun turrets and a few guys with pipe pistols. It it adds a different dynamic to defense. I remember fast traveling to uh, Sanctuary... And I built this like eatery bar thing that's got two floors and then it has two air generators or two wind generators on top to just give it some power for for lights and stuff until I get the main uh, generators online and run power throughout the whole settlement. But I got there and I noticed it was nighttime. Well, I mean, I knew it was nighttime, but I noticed that all my lights were off on this building. And I was thinking, like, I didn't put a switch. And then I noticed that my generators were on fire. From being attacked, and I was never even notified. That's not good. Yeah, I, I was never even notified, and then I realized I didn't put any stairs to the roof to get to these generators to repair them. I was just you, turning, I was just turning clipping off, and then kind of walking through the air. But I installed some, I installed some stairs to get up to the generators and stuff. But yeah, I started a war with, with the Brotherhood of Steel, and I went down to Quincy because I am now taking out Gunners to steal their clothing for my army. Uh, you know, diplomacy and. As I was taking out these gunners, vertebirds were attacking the gunners and then vertebirds were attacking me and then, you know, that sort of thing. Um, are we having problems with the stream? I, I saw in chat room, I I just... think
1: we have some freezing, but most people are having a fine experience.
0: Okay, I just wanted to... Okay, well, I haven't dropped anything, so maybe refresh your streams if that's be the case. So, So anyway, I was taking out the gunners in Quincy... And, and I cannot remember the, the girl's name, but the girl in power armor, you get her fist. Or, well, yeah, you get her power fist, little <coughs> mom. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to make you choke there. And I also took out Clint. And where I had trouble was with Baker. And he, 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 he was holed up in the church because he went down inside of the church and he was on the second floor. And he has a mini-nuke or a quad-barrel missile launcher, depending on what he feels like at the moment test test thank you and he killed me with his mini nuke again and again and again and again and again a lot to the point where I would pop out around the door, fire off two rounds, and I would see this little circle get bigger, 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 and then boom! <laughs> like he was super accurate with this thing; it was insane. So what I would do is I would take jet and run through the main, <laughs> roo- the main room to get to the stairwell to get to the second floor while he was kind of shooting at McCready.
1: That's fantastic.
0: And I finally, finally got him by, you know, getting to the second floor, popping more jet and popping around the corner with the. Uh, Um, the Deliverer, which the Deliverer is by far my favorite pistol at at this point in time. It just shoots so fast. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've also been palling around with McCready, who is now in Minuteman garb and a Minuteman hat, you know, walking around with his general.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you shouldn't have taken away his original hat. That original hat is such a good hat. So good.
0: I still have it in my inventory, so maybe I'll give it back, but... Yeah, or you should wear it yourself, at least, because somebody needs to be wearing that hat. I'm the general. I am the general. I have to have... That means
1: you deserve the best hats, Rick.
0: I have a trifle. I have a... Forget it. Um, So anyway, the reason I switched to McCready was because dog meat, I cannot stand dog meat. I tried. Guys, I really tried to like dog meat. I really did. But I cannot tell you how many times... I would see the grenade indicator pop up, and I'd go to run backwards, and all of a sudden, can't run, boom, my arms go flying, you know? And uh, it was because Dogmeat was standing behind me, and uh, obviously me running into him is not a notification to move, so... um, Well,
1: he was trying to back you up, you know, he thought maybe you were falling down, (laughs) or... He's trying to <laughs> support you. I, th- I really think they put, like, the Lydia AI in dog meat. <laughs> <I really care. laughs>
0: well, there, you know, I sent him back to my home on, um, on the island, and I cannot think of the name of the island for some stupid reason. But, but yeah, maybe, he, he, maybe he's got Lydia's AI, or he's got, like, that, you know, that German shepherd, you know, like, you will not retreat in war, you know, kind of thing. Like, he won't let me run away. Um <laughs> and maybe that's what it is <laughs> retreat and die um or die but anyway so i spectacle island thank you chat room so <laughs> i sent him to spectacle island to guard my homestead my personal homestead and i took mccready and it's been great i really like having a human who can shoot <laughs> rather than stand behind me <laughs> so i it's love been, mccready it's been really really so fun fair. it has been really really fun and that's basically what I've been doing, is just building up my army and building my settlements with defense. You know, I re-walled the the, um, the castle. I took Spectacle Island over the easy way this time. I turned on the generator rather than killing everything. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm creating my army little by little, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Making sure my farmland has enough crops to kind of feed and make adhesive. It's been really fun playing as a Minuteman and trying to build an army rather than like settlements. And uh, yeah, so... It's fun. What did you do this week?
1: Well, okay. What I did was, okay. You guys know that I, I have some sensitivity to like getting motion sick, playing first-person games, and I got a new prescription for contacts and glasses, so for the last few days, I've been dealing with some crazy like headaches and nausea, <laughs> adjusting to my new prescription, and just screens in general have not been my friend. So I haven't played much in the way of video games at all and no Fallout, except I did play some Fallout Shelter. I've been so hooked on Fallout Shelter and uh, just all the time, constantly playing Fallout Shelter, Um, work on my little vault, you know, stop for a while, just close my eyes, (laughs) feel better, play some Fallout Shelter. And uh, then I started getting game crashes, catastrophic game crashes. And it's not good. And I thought, well, you know, maybe my iPad is, is having overheated or something. So I pull it up on my phone. Game crashes. So just constantly crashing on this vault. It's terrible. I tried deleting the app and reinstalling it. Didn't work. Every time I open it, it instantly crashes. It'll let me sometimes um, touch a couple of the leveled up dwellers before it crashes but then when I pull it up, it's like I never did anything. You know, it just, it doesn't save anything. Uh. It'll give me like three seconds in in the vault before it dies. And I thought, what is going on here? And my mom had a similar issue with her vaults. And I did a lot of online research trying to find out what was wrong for her. Um, because she loved Fallout Shelter, you know. She really wanted to play it. And... Uh, I wasn't able to find a fix. I did find many other people that were having a similar problem, but no fix. And uh I couldn't find a fix for myself either. And uh I can start a new vault. If I started a new vault on survival, but it, I was just sad cuz you guys know I've been working on that one vault for a year now. You yeah. know, it was my We're Alive themed vault with all Aww. my little We're Alive dwellers and no I worked on it so hard, and I've just invested so much time in it. I love my little vault and my little dwellers, and I just, uh, I was so sad that I can't play that vault anymore that I just didn't have the heart to start a new vault, and that is the tale of my fallout shelter sadness.
0: That, that sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm very sorry to hear that.
1: Yeah, it was a bummer.
0: That sucks um i have not had such issues i guess there's a rad roach in the system maybe
1: yeah i wondered if it was because if i had just like if my vault was too big
0: i was just that's what came to my head is like the size of the vault can you start Mm -hmm. like a normal vault that's not in survival
1: well yeah i could i'm sure i could i didn't try i just started a new vault just i started survival vault because i hadn't played a survival vault sure sure but
0: how's the survival vault surviving
1: I abandoned it.
0: It's <laughs> <You> just <laughs> I'm out of here. I didn't guys. have the
1: heart to play. I played it for like a little while, long enough to get one dweller killed in the wasteland and another <laughs> dweller safely home from the wasteland, and then I I just quit. So I don't know. I don't know.
0: That sucks. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. I was really. I was actually very sad about it.
0: That sucks. So. So that was your gameplay for this week, just being, being sick and being sick of crashing? Mm-hmm. Bummer. Well, we're going to move on to our gameplay challenge, and unfortunately, I think I forgot to grab the pictures offline.
1: Nick, yeah, what, what are you doing? Shh! Shh! Sh- okay, they're in the drive, so I'm, go ahead and... I'm working and, on it now. And grab them, and while you do that, um... Let's see. What can we do? I can talk about the pit board
0: while well, you do that. Yes. Talk about the pit board and also the bot thing.
1: Great. Oh, yeah. We've got an account that's been spamming our hashtag. You know, we use the hashtag FOTR challenge to do these challenge photos. And there's this account. It's got to be a bot or a hacked account or something. It's just spamming our hashtag with horrible pictures, just horrible things. Um, ugly things that I don't appreciate being on our hashtag because we try to keep a nice, lovely, family-friendly show. And I, I'm very, very cranky about that. So please report this account and block them.
0: Did you, um, did you report it?
1: I did. I reported it as a a hacked account. And
0: uh, Hey, real quick. Blocked. Um
1: that looks like a problem.
0: Yeah, I don't know if exploit's going to crash, so we'll see... No, I think we're fine.
1: Okay, yay. Um, yay, crash.
0: But anyway... Alright, yeah, if you see that, report it. And we did report that, like, our personal... we Like, Fallout OTR did report that?
1: Fallout OTR reported it.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think... Okay. Uh, I don't think I have done it for my personal one, but the show account has reported it, and I would appreciate it if all of y'all guys would please... Well, y'all guys, that was, that was some lovely English there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm from New Mexico. Y'all
0: guys, just report that there. I'm sorry. It'd be, it'd be something good. And, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm sorry about that. That was some terrible, terrible English. But if you guys, if you folks,
0: you lovely If you, folks, if you, you love guys could report... Reports as my grandpa
1: would say, if would <laughs> <laughs> would please report that and uh, and block it uh to preserve the sanctity of the FOTR challenge the hashtag. San- <laughs>
0: the sanctity of <laughs> the hashtag. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um all right. So but do we
1: have a do we have a slideshow? We do
0: have a slideshow. And whew, what a what a what a slideshow it is. So here's the one. Oh, I like the purple uh, HUD. Okay.
1: This one is from Beta Hoarder. Uh, oh, first, before we talk the ch- the pictures, oh, right, last right, right, week's right. challenge was to find the hardest cave you can and run it with no armor, tin stimpaks, no drugs, no companion, and a BB gun or an unmodded non-legendary pipe pistol. And this is Beta Hoarder, who took out the Vim Factory.
0: Awesome. And uh, apparently Great. he's over-encumbered. Oh, and- is he? Yeah, you're carrying too oh, much. Oh he is, and he's can't carrying run. too much. I still prefer that is
1: a nice shade of, of
0: Pit Boy color. I do like that. I like the I like the purple. Um and next up. Oh. What the heck this happened here? This one
1: was Creeper Trent one fifteen. He did T B Tec- D B Technical High School oh. and was killed by a legendary raider scaver.
0: Yeah, that would be a tough one to do. That would mm-hmm. be that would be a very tough one to do indeed, okay, well um that was it for our challenge this week. <laughs> only two submissions where okay. you at people hey
1: so i I thought that we could all use some laughter in our lives yes but, yeah yes come up with a new challenge for us
0: you have do you want you want to let the good listeners know what what
1: one of my go ahead
0: no, I was gonna say what funny torturous challenge you've come up with
1: one of my favorite ones that we ever did was skinny dipping in Swan's Pond.
0: <laughs> so this
1: is the skinny dipping redux challenge. Do the captain's dance naked. From Far Harbor. That is the going captains to be dance. awesome. On at least hard. And as a weapon, if you don't want to use your fists, you can at least use a
0: board. Yeah. That I... is
1: the challenge.
0: Yeah, and I'm looking forward to this. And I promise this time... Oh, wait. I, I don't know if I have a character ready to do that. Really? Huh.
1: See, I, I keep so many saves that I can always... I will attempt to get
0: there this evening. I will yeah. do that. I, I'm My character's level 30 at the moment, and I think that'll be fine enough to get into Far, Far Harbor. How much did that. Far Harbor? We are going to get in trouble one of these days for doing the wrong accent, even though we're completely <laughs> like innocent about it. Um, we're going to get yelled at. You guys just can't make fun of his, his, my accents. Is, I don't know. Sorry. I've been watching Futurama and I love the character they have. Um, I don't know what stereotype he is, but he's just this like really, really grubby looking dude who always adds S to everything he says. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love that show. So that's what's stuck in my head. Uh, also, you have been covering a pit board battle this week, haven't you?
1: Yes, we have had, and I believe they're both here in the chat room today. A pit board battle over Zeta Invaders has been raging <laughs> between our own Gerfuffleson and Proctor Love, and they've just been going back and forth all week with the high scores. It's been fantastic. Also, they've had a gift battle in in our at mentions <laughs> on Twitter, and I've I've so enjoyed it. Ah,
0: uh, I gotta go look at that.
1: The most recent top of the pit board for Zeta Invaders is the Zach Gerluff at forty five thousand eight hundred points, which is a, a pretty good score. Nice. That is a pretty good score, Mr. Gerlofsen. And um that's actually like fifteen thousand points higher than the first score this week that would have would have <laughs> taken the the score.
0: There's no fluff from Gerluff. That's yeah. awesome.
1: I'd love to see some, some new entries to the pit board. So if you guys wanna wanna get your old school gaming chops dusted off and
0: I should do another play one. These
1: Pit Boy games, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Rick. I'm
0: terrible at them. I'm so bad. <laughs> I am very terrible at them. I uh, I, I think I'll break out one of those games and and give it like three times before I fail horribly and and give up. <laughs> so it's but uh, yeah. But anyway.
1: Yeah. I got my highest score on Zeta Invaders and I was like really proud of it. And I was like, okay, I worked so hard to do this. I'm gonna go compare it to uh to my notes and see what the high score is, how close I got. And I I was at like, you know, half of, of the current <laughs> high score. And I was like, I don't think I can do much better than this. <laughs> and that was like twenty thousand points ago.
0: So gotcha. So, guys, remember, when you're doing these challenges and you're sending us pictures, please use the hashtag FalloutOTRChallenge and for the pitboard hashtag Pitboard when you're submitting those. And again, if you see that nasty old bot, report him up. That'd be great. Thank you. That'd be great. So, anyway, let's continue on to the lore. And we are doing post-war Fallout World. It's such, mm-hmm. a, such a clunky post-war... Yeah, so we're continuing on from where we left off, I think, what, like three episodes ago?
1: Yeah, yeah, we promised you a more post-war Fallout world some three weeks ago. Four weeks ago now, it's been a month, because we had a show. We had three weeks of no show, and now we've had a week of show. So, (laughs) here it is, we're back.
0: Woo! All right, let's uh, continue on to what happened after the bombs fell.
1: Okay, and... 2110, the remnants of CIT, the Commonwealth Institute of Technology, and their descendants form the Institute. In 2120, Angus continues to rule the hub and becomes governor. In 2124, in January, Randall Clark leaves gifts, including books and medicine for the children living in Zion Canyon. These are the people that would become the Sorrows. He signs the notes, the father... He dies peacefully at the end of January. Hmm. In 2125, Angus is murdered, and without his leadership, the hub is thrown into chaos. In 2126, merchants seize control of the water tower in the hub, charging a toll. This sparks the beginning of the Great Merchant Wars. The water merchants are well fortified, but are outnumbered, resulting in a stalemate. In 2127, the first overseer of Vault 101 dies after 50 years underground. His part in the One Hundred and One Experiment was successful. The use of fake radio transmissions reinforced Dwellers' beliefs that the world outside was uninhabitable, and their only hope for safety was within the vault. He had already groomed a successor at the time of his death. I thought that Vault One Hundred and One was a control vault. Nope, it was isolation. It was huh? Okay. It, it wasn't a control vault, was it? It was
0: no isolation. No. I guess it was because the control vaults got to use use a geck, right? Oh. Uh... I don't know, again, you're the scribe. I go hunt, kill, blow things up. Rick, it's been a long time since I made these notes. <laughs> a really long time. <laughs> but
1: I'm pretty sure the, uh, the experiment of 101 was isolation. long, huh. long isolation. Hmm. Hmm. Under the under the rule, the very the very stern rule of an overseer, you know, that was part of the experiment, That's that the true. overseer had absolute
0: power. That's uh, true. I think it's, I think it's coming back to me now I'm. Right. Um, Our chat room is definitely saying it's not a control vault. And I I believe the chat room over my own brain. (laughs) Right. In
1: 2128, a man named Roy Green negotiates peace between the warring caravan factions in the hub. The hub's central council is formed, consisting of two representatives from each caravan groups. The Water Merchants, the Crimson Caravan, and the Fargo Traders. The council was chaired by the sheriff, Green, and later his descendants. In twenty one thirty, this is the year of the Great Winter, the entirety of Earth was covered in snow. This caused a dearth of human subjects for the master to use building his superhuman army, his supermutant army.
0: Um uh dearth mm-hmm.
1: Dearth of absence like uh like a famine.
0: Oh so you could have just used like a lack of human subjects? Those, I could I could have us, used
1: a lack. For those but of that's, us with small brains. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Rick. It would have never occurred to me to not say dearth. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it would never have occurred to me to not say dearth, so I apologize. Uh, you know what? You know, I don't apologize. <laughs> um, get a thesaurus, bro.
0: <laughs> no, no. Hey, look. All it's doing is te- if If you learned one thing on Fallout OTR this <laughs> evening, it's the word dearth.
1: Indeed.
0: (laughs) Which sounds like durr in death at the same time.
1: (laughs) In 2131, beginning in 2131 until 2135, the master instructs his mutant underlings to gather human subjects from caravans, including hub caravans. The disappearances are blamed on death claws and the master's army grows. 2134, a Brotherhood of Steel faction led by Sergeant Dennis Allen wishes to explore the glow. The elders refuse, so Alan and his group separate from the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood separatists end up at West Tech Research Facility. Believing that the protection offered by Power Armor and Rataway will be adequate to allow for a couple days exploration, they attempt to explore the facility. Unfortunately, the automated defense systems are too tough and the expedition is destroyed. The only record is due to a wounded Alan's audio log. 2135. Elder Roger Maxon dies of cancer. He is succeeded by his son. His grandson, John Maxson, becomes a paladin. 2137. The master begins to mass-produce supermutants, growing more careless and wasteful in his attempts. Perhaps one in 12 humans that he exposes to FEV will be successfully transformed and survive long enough to become part of the unity, his army. 2138. Robert House regains consciousness from his cryogenic sleep. 2141, the Vault Dweller, the protagonist of Fallout, is born. During the spring, Vault 15 opens. Part of 15's experiment involved confining people with very different ideologies. They split into four groups, three of whom became raider bands. The Jackals, the Vipers, and the Cons.
0: I really wish you read it the way that you typed it.
1: <laughs> You're laughing at my typo. To Jackals. To Jackals.
0: To <laughs> Jackals.
1: To Jackals,
0: to Vipers, and to Khans.
1: <laughs> During the winter, these raiders begin to harry local settlements as their own food stores grow sparse. 2142, Shady Sands is founded and a wall built to keep out those nefarious games. <laughs> and we'll pick this up not next week, but uh, soon.
0: Awesome. So we're going to move right into the weapon of the week. And by week, I mean W-E-A-K. And that is the BB gun the <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my own puns. That I was a good <laughs> one. That was a good one, Rick. That uh, was a verbal one, you know. Anyway, uh, the BB gun appears in Fallout, Fallout 2, 3, New Vegas, and the Brotherhood of Steel. And it just dawned on me now that it's definitely not in Fallout 4, is it? It's kind of a bummer.
1: No, not at all. That is a bummer. I was sad about that. I okay. miss the BB gun.
0: It's fun. This is one of the weaker weapons of the Fallout universe and is useful against rad roaches and other very weak enemies. One unique variant is the Red Rider of Fallout and Fallout Two. This weapon was made by Daisy to resemble a Winchester rifle. I had one as a little boy, and I shot many an army man with it. Sorry, why am I going back into my past? I don't know. I shot cans with mine. Cans? Mm-hmm. Huh. Such a distinct uh, difference between us. You shot cans. cans and I army shot men. little army men. <laughs> Named for the comic strip cowboy Red Rider. I also
1: shot my brother one time. <laughs>
0: I I I never shot at anyone with one because uh, it's dangerous, Chellene. You could you could shoot your eye out. With he that was thing.
1: very mean to me, so I shot him in the butt.
0: <laughs> okay, I guess if you're gonna, I guess if you're gonna shoot him somewhere, that's anyway. Don't shoot people. That's bad, Chellene. Don't not even with a BB gun, like Nerf guns, like that sort of thing. Man, terrible. And you guys yell at me.
1: Yeah.
0: This is a BB gun that is famous in IRL, uh, in real life, American history. And that is true. The Red Rider BB gun um, was so famous, it ended up in a very terrible movie. Uh, Fallout Shelter has a unique BB gun called the Red Rocket. <laughs> it has a potential damage of 0 to 6. The Abilene Kid limited edition BB gun is a special limited edition of 1 to 200 found in Fallout New Vegas. It has a higher critical chance and has a critical damage bonus of 70. If the player is using Wild Wasteland, this weapon is found at Jimmy's Well.
1: <laughs> I like Jimmy's Well.
0: <laughs> in Fallout 3, the player receives a special BB gun for his or her 10th birthday. It's tagged as one of the items the player should grab before leaving the vault during escape. Um, besides our challenges, Shaleen, have you ever used the BB gun in general?
1: I remember using the BB gun... In, um, when I was first playing Fallout 3, my first playthrough, I used it for a while because I was real bad at Fallout. You know, I, I didn't even understand what I was doing, really. Mm-hmm. And I remember running out of ammo a lot. And, um, uh, I remember, I didn't understand about VATS for a long time, so I wasn't using VATS. <laughs> <laughs> I remember shoot, being attacked by that behemoth at the store where you you look in the shopping cart and then the behemoth is behind you. Um, huh, I don't think I know that one. Jury Street, Jury Street Metro or something. Um, and I remember him running at me and me having this BB gun in my hands and like <laughs> flinking at him with the BB gun and being like
0: Oh, oh this no. <laughs> I, I doubt they even penetrated his thick old green skin.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think he didn't even notice that, <laughs> that I was shooting at him.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I have never, ever used to BB gun other than the tutorial in Fallout 3 and, and then selling it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Here, my dad ran away and he gave me this when I was 10. Can I get 10 caps for it? That mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of thing. So, yeah, all right. Well, let's move on to our emails, questions, comments. Do you want to take the first one?
1: Sure. You stated how you liked to slaughter your way through the Legion every chance. You got because of your pure aversion to human slavery, and rightly so. I actually went out of my way not to kill Legion members because of the sad fact that most of their army was a slave army and fought only because of fear of being crucified. Remember that next time you are slaughtering Legion members. Andrew.
0: Um, sorry, I was reading the chat room. You want to comment on it?
1: Um, not really. That was mostly aimed at you. Sorry, <laughs> um,
0: I was reading. I was reading the chat room. This is. I. I'm sorry. Um. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that it. Uh, this applies so much uh, because the the slaves are the pitiful ones. You know. I. I feel like the army is. is has agency. I feel like they know what they're doing. You know?
0: I I agree with that. It's, uh, I mean, even if you were not a part of them and became to, and and came to the point where you adhered to their ideals, I mean, if you're, you know, I I, I would, I always, you know, think about it. They're not going to talk to you about what they do. They're not going to, you're not going to compromise with those guys because they would just attack me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. So, I never felt bad about killing them, per se, especially if they were already fighting me. However, I I went out of my way to make sure I didn't hit any of the... uh, When I was in their main compound area where the slaves were, I didn't use any grenades or any explosives, for that matter, because I didn't want to hit any of the uh, slaves. And also, I did not aim at the children, because why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I never really felt bad, actually. I felt scared when I ran away from them. So anyway, uh, do you have anything else to comment on that
1: or, um, says, what was the point of the email? Exactly. The point of the email was to tell us that we were wrong about something. And that's actually about 80% of our emails.
0: (laughs) No. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think it was being malicious, but, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. All in all, I don't care if you're legion. You're dead. Anyway, so, dear Rick and Shaleen, this is our next email. First off, big fan of you two. Been listening to the podcast since it began, and I have loved every episode. Just on a personal note, I wanted to say that your show has helped me get through some tough days lately when I've been feeling extra down. Listening to you guys banter and talk about and talk Fallout lore has always cheered me up. What originally got me into Fallout wasn't the story or the action or even the adventure. It was the music. I love old-school music, and as <laughs> soon as I heard Three Dog, superior to Travis and Diamond City, in my opinion... Announced from Galaxy News Radio some of the best music from the old days. I was hooked. I even made my own Spotify playlist of all the Galaxy News Radio, Diamond City Radio, and Radio New Vegas songs. And now, thanks to the awesome new mods on the Xbox One, there are even more radio stations to choose from. What are your favorite tunes from Fallout? And who do you prefer, Three Dog or Travis Lonely Miles? At Victorium, Laura. So, I... I'm a big fan of old-timey music. Actually, um... I just wrote a uh, gospel bluegrass song because I really like the Carter family um, music and that style of thing. So, Fallout's music is right the frick up my alley. Old, it's Art Deco, it's post-apocalyptia, it's everything I have. It's like paradise to me. Um, it, yeah, old, uh, It's definitely what got me into the Ink Spots and, and that sort of thing. And they were kind of the, the beginning of all of it. But um, I tend to just... I actually don't listen to the radio... Um, I actually don't, I, I I actually don't listen to the radio very much on, on Fallout because it causes people to hear me. Um, and lately I've actually been listening to, lately I've been listening to, um, uh, Freedom Radio, I think is what it's called. Is that what the, is, and... Freedom Radio is the one
1: that plays like the, um... Mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's the one i've been listening to because again i'm the general i got to be informed about the news in the commonwealth so basically that's what i've been listening to whenever i have the radio on i don't actually listen to music when i when i play fallout just because i like to hear footsteps if there's something coming up on me but in real life i listen to a lot of old music i mean a ton of old music All the way Mm -hmm. from like the 20s on up and that sort of thing. So, yeah. But as far as the one question, you know, who do I prefer, Three Dog or Lonely or Travis Lonely Miles? I definitely prefer Three Dog. That's just me. What what about you, Shaleen?
1: I also adore the Fallout music. I really like it. And I just, I don't know. It's so good. And I play it on the radio all the time. And some of my favorite songs, I'm going to say the top song of the, of the fallout songs is totally gotta be jingle, Jangle jingle.
0: jingle. <laughs> and it's so
1: funny. Cause I'll be playing this, um, this game, you know, and I've got the radio blast. And I'm like, I got Spurs, <laughs> jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> and my grandma's like, that was my favorite song when I was a little girl. <laughs> so when she was young, you know, that was, that was what she was jamming to. And, uh, I think that's really funny. I like the Ink Spots, big Ink Spots fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Fallout introduced me to the Ink Spots. So I now listen to that all the time, just in the car. I'll just put on an Ink Spots album, listen to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I love those songs. Um, There's some very good ones. And who do I prefer, 3Dog or Travis Lonely Miles? You know what? When I first started listening to Travis, I hated his guts. I really hated Travis and I was just, I was so hurt that they, that they didn't include three dog and put, and put this jerk, you know, who is this weirdo, but I ended up really liking Travis and I'm going to say, I don't prefer one over the other. They each live in their own universe and you know, they, they own it. Each, each guy owns his game and I, I really like them. But I will say that they both trump Mr. New Vegas.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm uh
1: Poor Wayne Newton, man. He's he's just like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan of Mr. New Vegas. Um although,
1: I, I I didn't I didn't dig Mr. New Vegas.
0: Although I like the music better in New Vegas.
1: The New Vegas music is great. Yeah. It's so
0: good. I I do want to say though, um because music is a big thing for me, if anybody's into that sort of thing, they need to go check out Joel Patterson, I think it's A Handful of Strings is the album. Yeah,
1: Holy yeah, that's a great crap. album.
0: Rap, that's a good album. It's, it's all instrumental, but it's done in the style of, like, 50s chicken and jazz uh, and country. And it is, woo good. The guy is an excellent guitar player and orchestrator. So, anyway, um, I could go on and on about old music. But, oh, one last thing on that. I remember talking to my wife's grandmother about the ink spots. And she goes, oh, here, and gives me a, uh, I think it's four a four cassette special set uh. Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like <laughs> she's like here i this was my like favorite band as a as a younger person and so she, she handed me that, and I've got nothing to play it on because I had got rid of my cassette That's deck so long dumb. ago. So it's just kind of sitting in my attic. <laughs> you
1: know, three dog, like, howls sometimes on the radio, and I'd be like, oh, you know, three dogs. Right. One dog is not enough. You know, like,
0: <laughs> he'll do
1: the, the howl, and, like, my grandma will, will howl with three dog when I'm playing Fallout in my room, like... She can hear the music and stuff, and she will howl with three dog, and it's the funniest thing ever. It's so funny. <laughs> I promise, eighty-eight. So, um, anyway. just the, awesome. I just feel like I need to bring that
0: up. All right, so we're gonna get off music off the record now because I could just ramble on about music. Um, but uh, what are some closing remarks? Because we're gonna go through the not we're not done. We're gonna Stay go through. Tuned. The... Don't don't go. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go through the uh, closing remarks so that way. Everyone who doesn't want to stay for the Far Harbor spoilers can get the full show. So do you have anything else to say as we're ending out the normal part of the show?
1: Our anniversary show is coming up next week.
0: Woo! One year. Yay! Technically, technically, the one year is today, um, but we're going to celebrate it next week because, mm-hmm. you know, a year ago today, the episode zero came out. But that's technically like the preview pilot. It's not the real episode. So we're going to do next week. Mm-hmm. So that's what very we're gonna do. Um, but okay so excited
1: so email us your favorite uh, followed off the record memories and if you have any ideas for what you wanted to talk about on the show uh we did get a tweet i don't know if you saw this rick he wanted you to do a uh, montage of all of your patron slash patreon <laughs> i was like um no <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <coughs> excuse me um i i thought about doing a supercut, but I don't know between school and work and stuff if I'll have, have time to do all that. Uh, <laughs> plus, I don't have a lot of the videos left on my hard drive. They're all uploaded to the cloud. Um, so it would be difficult to download everything and then edit it all. So we'll see. We'll. I still have the audio. Maybe we'll do something with that. Um, and we'll just like... Lip sync the audio to read, <laughs> <laughs> to read, remig it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so stay Maybe tuned.
1: Maybe like, like one of those old kung fu movies <laughs>
0: with bad We'll just say watermelon over and over again without actually saying it. So funny. Um, so, yeah, but for those of you not sticking around for the Fallout spoilers, or the Far Harbor spoilers, you can tweet at the show at Fallout OTR, you can tweet at me at Rick McVic, and you can tweet at Shalene at Shalene L all on, all on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. Just search for the keyword Fallout off the record. The Facebook page now has a tidy URL. Facebook.com backslash Fallout OTR. You can also email us at FalloutOTR gmail.com. You can like this video and subscribe to our channel. The YouTube channel is youtube.com slash network. Chalene's Portal series is complete if you'd like to check that out as well. You can find our show on iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave us a review. We appreciate it very much. And plus it makes the show better for everyone uh we have a few five-star reviewer shout outs night moose Sturble from canada i i, I big gone from the uk um falcidon falcidon i don't know radical and and radical 810 so thank you so much for that's your five that's a great star one radical oh, radical it is that's funny we record live on Fridays at 7pm Eastern Standard on youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork slash live and you can check out other cre- I talk way too fast when I've had coffee You can check out other great QGN shows streaming live on YouTube such as KD Radio, Elder Scrolls off the record, Classic Elder Scrolls Dragon Age off the record, Warcraft off the record and the newest show d and d And Dancing with Daggers comes on later this evening, and they are running Dragonstar Arena on Veteran in ESO. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and get into the Far Harbor spoilers now. Like, right now. When? Now. Now. (laughs) So, if you guys don't want anything spoiled, I would suggest that you stop the stream, turn off your iTunes or Stitcher, hit pause or stop until you're done, Fallout and come back and check this out. So, without further ado, Shaleen... What did you do in Far Harbor?
1: Um,
0: Well, I did a lot of things, Rick.
1: And one of those things that we didn't talk about last week at all was the Mariner's journey and the Red Death. Oh,
0: yes, 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 yeah. I
1: really liked the Mariner as a character. I really liked her. She was cool. Mm -hmm. And I I just, I don't know. A lot of the NPCs tend to be kind of hollow, But the Mariner, just her deadpan deliveries, and I I just admired her a lot. And she was, you know, facing this terminal illness, and that was terrible. Um, But she wanted to be sure and and do the best that she could with Far Harbor, you know, and and make sure it was defended as, as well as it could be. And, you know, she wanted to protect everybody. And she actually owned the dock that Far Harbor was built on. Um, Which was interesting, I thought, because they they present it like it's just sort of, you know, this community. But no, she owned it. The Mariner owned it. And she ended up um, leaving it to them in her will. And she has this idea of this epic journey to destroy the Red Death that is killing all of these ships. It's awesome. So you both get in your boats and it's dramatic and you're going (laughs) to destroy the Red Death. And right before I got in my boat, Captain Avery actually stopped me and gave me the, uh, the outfit, the diving suit. So I put on my diving yes, suit I and I pulled thing. out my harpoon gun. <laughs> we get on the boats and we're like, have this dramatic music. <laughs> and we get to the island and we see the flashing red light. And we track the flashing red light back to the island. And, and it's this little tiny Meyer Lurk. With
0: big pointy teeth.
1: Yeah. He was so small. Little little Meyer Lurk. About, about this big. About that big. <laughs> little tiny Meyer Lurk. And he was adorable. And I, I just, ah, oh, I laughed. I laughed so much at that. I got a really good chuckle out of that. That's awesome. So... But the Red Death, you know, it was still responsible for all of those lost lives because ships were being wrecked, you know, drawn in and then then wrecked on the rocks. So it was still, you know, a murder machine. It was just a a little, tiny, adorable murder machine. And I kind of wanted to take him home. I felt like that should have been an option, (laughs) like make him part of your settlement, you know, (laughs) 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 like a pet.
0: He's like he's like cyclops, you gotta put sunglasses on him to keep the
1: mm-hmm.
0: keep the red light down.
1: So I, I vanquished the red death. I, I
0: Red Death it. Don't turn on the red light.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the Mariner and I went home and she's like everybody's waiting for us. And she's like, What are we gonna tell them? Like, oh my gosh, you know, how and I was like I get out, and I'm like, the Red Death is destroyed! Your heroes return! <laughs> and we were just hailed as heroes, and I was like, just go with it, Mariner. You know, just go with it. Because I thought, you know, she deserves this. You know, she... Mm-hmm. she she's done so much for this community that she's not being recognized for she is a hero you know the work that she's done in maintaining the wall she is a hero and she deserves to be treated like a hero um so we we lied about the red death and told them that it was it was a very scary fight but we we did reign triumphant and the red death will will kill no more ships
0: yeah i love that little quest
1: it was so good I loved the setup and, and the payoff. Ah, oh, it was so good. I
0: seriously was like, go whale! Well! <laughs> and it's just, no.
1: A little tiny my alert.
0: Yeah, it was fun. But I did the same thing, put on the suit.
1: Something that I liked was how there was an intelligence check in Far Harbor, which was something that we don't really see in the main game of Fallout 4. Uh and you can actually use a high intelligence character to heal a guy in the doctor's office. Did you find that?
0: Um, I noticed that there was a guy dying, but I didn't talk to him.
1: Yeah, you, if you, you can actually operate on him and, and save him.
0: Oh. You can well, heal him. He
1: died. Yeah. Um, well, you can save him, and uh, that's totally an option.
0: Well, Very cool. I haven't done Far Harbor with my new character. So yeah. What happened when you saved him?
1: Uh, he was alive, and it was nice. <laughs> and then I'll tell you later on. There's a little more, but it's it's for later on. Oh, uh, there's a, another appearance. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, but we'll fit it into the narrative. Okay. I have in the notes here. Tell about the stupid anglers at the island, and I have no idea what this means because this was a <laughs> long time ago that I wrote these notes. No, I remember. I remember. I was trying to. I was trying to fast travel, or something. And no, I was trying to dig a hole because there are shovels in Far Harbor and you can dig holes and unearth things that are buried. What? Yeah, there are buried things. There's no way you haven't seen this. You just aren't thinking of it. There are places where you can take a shovel and, uh, uh, and dig things up. I'm sure you've done this. And uh, I was trying to dig one of these holes with my shovel and there were these anglers there. Isn't that what they're called, anglers?
0: They have the, the light things. The frog
1: things, yeah, with the light thing. Yeah. And it kept saying, like, uh, you can't do that while there are enemies nearby. And I was trying to find them, and I killed some, and then there was more. And, like, I couldn't, I couldn't kill them all. They just kept respawning. I was there for hours. It's not that funny of a story anymore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but to get to the main narrative of what I did in Far Harbor... I worked with everyone, much like I did in the main game. I I didn't hate any of these groups, you know. I worked with Far Harbor. I helped them out as much as I could. I worked with uh, I worked with the Children of Adam, and by and large, they were just you know people trying to get by. You know, they didn't seem so evil. They they really didn't seem so evil to me. You're looking at me funny. They um, did not seem. I didn't like the head guy, but yeah, when I, you actually help the children of Adam and talk to the members of the children of Adam, they don't seem like terrible people, you know.
0: Right, but this is it's so hard to talk about this game in this in this light because to me, when I play it, it's just a game, so I just tend to broad brushstroke everything. Um, but at the same time, if their leader said that person's bad, go kill them, they'd be... Okay. And they'd go kill them, even though they were fine. I just,
1: yeah.
0: I, I... Yeah, so...
1: Anyway, that was... Uh, I worked with everybody on the island, and um, I didn't tell anybody off-island about what was going on there. I got quests to tell the railroad and to tell the Brotherhood, because of course, in my main ending, I was playing this on my main character, and in my ending, all those people are still, still alive and uh, and functioning. And I got those prompts, but I didn't go back and I didn't tell them. I felt like this is an island problem, and these people they don't um, they don't need all this outside interference in their lives. And so I was going through helping everybody, out, helping the Andrew or the the synths. I not want to call them androids. I helped the synths, demon and his synths. I just helped everybody, and I, I got to see everyone's point of view, and I liked it. And I want to talk about these memory puzzles that were in the game. Let's talk about them. These memory puzzles.
0: Memory Demi- puzzles
1: I should have been the target audience for these memory puzzles, Rick. I, I'm very forgiving of Fallout games trying new things. I love puzzles. I love Minecraft. I love Portal. I love taking weird memory trips in games, like the AC Revelations um, mind trip stuff, and the Kellogg thing that was in Fallout 4, the Mass Effect, you know, Geth thing uh, that was kind of a mind trip. I love this stuff. I love it. I I should have been the target audience for these memory puzzles. But as you can tell from the context, I'm sure, I I did not enjoy the memory puzzles. It was awful. Really? It was so dumb. It was so dumb. Huh. So dumb. And the little bug escort mission is dumb. The shoehorned in workshop control UI is dumb. I felt the whole time, I just felt like I should enjoy this, but I hate this. Mm. You know, this is awful. Um, The only thing that made it tolerable was that I just turned off the sound and put on a, a good podcast, you know, while I was doing those. and. I just ugh, I hated it so much. I think I might have enjoyed it a little more. Um and uh it wasn't um Tau says they they were dumb but at least they're easy. It wasn't that they were hard. I didn't find them hard. Um it was just that they were they were so dumb. That they That's not why I play Fallout to do a, a robot S robot bug escort mission is is not that's not why I play Fallout. I think it might be a little bit better if the reward was more immediate. Because mm. eventually you do get, you know, cool armor and stuff as a, <laughs> as a result.
0: On Survival, though, they're like, you got to travel everywhere to go get the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you do ah. have to travel everywhere.
1: <laughs> and I, I wish that there was an immediate reward when you finish it. Maybe like a cutscene, like showing Dima's memory or something, instead of just the little audio that you get. I don't know. Vendertron says whoever thought that up is bad and should feel bad.
0: I wish I could do <laughs> Zoidberg's voice for that. Um, no. I, you know, I didn't... I'm gonna get yelled at. I didn't mind them. Yeah. Actually. I, I felt that they were kind of a good... a, a break. But I did like feel... That, yeah, changed. but I felt that they were a little long. Like... Like, maybe not five.
1: <laughs> but I well, you only have to do three, don't you?
0: I don't know. I just did them all till they said...
1: Yeah. You, know. you have to do all five to get the armor. But I think you only have to do three to finish the quest. Like, to finish the story.
0: Yeah. The, the last one was, like... What I thought was funny was, like, the first four are super simple.
1: But then yeah, you get to the, the last, last one, and
0: it's like, what you... What... <laughs> like I made the last quickly. one so
1: much smart, so much harder than it needed to be. I did that, because too. Because I accidentally sent the, the beam, like, too high. Oh. And then I was like, okay, how do I get it back down? And I was like, no, it was at the right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the last one was a bit tough. But, you know, I don't know. They were a little... You're right, the immediacy of the uh, rewards could have been a little bit more hasty. Mm-hmm. hasty.
1: Yeah, I did not enjoy those, so... Um, thumbs down on the uh on the memory puzzles, one out of five teraflops.
0: <laughs> there we go again with the teraflops. The
1: results of the of the puzzles though, were that we got all this new information about Dima. He had a kill switch for the fog machines at Far Harbor in case he ever had to take out Far Harbor. Basically he had Batman contingency plans in these <laughs> In these hidden memories, he had Batman contingency plans, the Far Harbor kill switch. He had the submarine launch code to explode the nuke in the sub if he wanted to kill the Children of Adam. And we also found out that he had replaced Captain Avery with a synth. And this was the part where I just, uh, I was destroyed. I was destroyed by that because I really liked Dima. I wanted to like Dima. I liked the things that he was saying about like synth rights and you know synth rights as synths and and they should be able to en- enjoy their lives as synths mm-hmm. not in the railroad way of you know we must hide you among humankind. Uh why can't they be who they are? I liked that. And I I I liked that he wanted to reconnect with Nick and I was encouraging Nick like maybe you should you know accept him as as your brother, you know, he's um and you guys could maybe, you know, connect. You could have this family connection.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he murdered an innocent woman. You know, Captain Avery did nothing wrong. Captain mm-hmm. Avery, he murdered her and replaced her with a synth. And I thought, you know what? I, I can't stand for this. I can't stand for this. Huh. And I went and talked to Dima and said, you know what? I, this is not this is not the actions of... of Uprightness, you know, you can't, you can't do this, Dima. You need to tell them. You need to turn yourself in. And I thought that I could convince Far Harbor to spare him. And we went to Far Harbor together, and Dima admits his crime. I noticed that he didn't say who he replaced. Did he?
0: I'm pretty sure he did.
1: What? Well, because well, I felt like didn't say anything because they didn't.
0: That's what I mean. I felt like like Far Harbor was like, well, enough of that. You murdered someone. Like they they completely glossed over. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: I don't I felt like he didn't. It's been it's been over mm. a month now since they played this. But um I felt like he didn't mention that sh- who was who was the synth. Because the the town totally didn't care, you know, if if he did mention it, totally didn't care. Huh. Um Oh, Tao says in his ending, he didn't say who he replaced to protect us. Oh, okay. That's what I thought.
0: Okay, I couldn't remember. So,
1: thank you for confirming that for me. And I, I did wonder that they didn't even ask who the synth was. I, I kind of admired them for that. You know what I mean? Whoever it was was, you know, still their neighbor. Sure. But I thought I could talk Far Harbor into sparing Dima. And because I, had, I have high charisma... And we had this big old scene where they wanted to turn on all of Acadia. And the people that I had helped stood up and, and tried to mm-hmm. defuse the situation. And one of those people was the, the little guy that I saved his life in the doctor's office. Oh. And uh, he was like, I wouldn't even be alive, you know, if not for the outsider. We should trust her.
0: And- That's right. That's right. They all did that, too. Me.
1: The Mariner stood up and they were like, hey, you know, you know they defeated the Red Death. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Mariner's like, duck's head, shuffle, Yeah, shuffle, we do. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, they, they just talked about all the things I'd done to help the people of Far Harbor and decided that they could spare Acadia. And then Captain Avery is like, you know, but you must answer for your crime. And uh, so the bartender just shot him right there yep. like I didn't even have time to step between them or nothing and Nick was so sad so sad yes, over he was. this because we had just talked we had literally <laughs> just had this conversation about accepting Dima as his brother and I'm like Nick are you gonna be okay and he's like no no, I, I don't think I am, and I was no, like, my God.
0: "I'm sorry." And then when you leave Far Harbor, it's very slow and like this lumbering <laughs> boat ride out, and you're just like,
1: "And I felt like hurts.
0: <laughs> it's just." <laughs>
1: it's, <laughs> I felt like that was the good ending, you know. I felt like that was the the and you know the the lawful good ending of Far Harbor. But I felt so bad at the end of this, Rick. I felt awful. Just, I was full of melancholy. And I think part of the reason behind this was that I had played the game so obsessively. Because I played Far Harbor in that obsessive way that I haven't played games in a really long time. You know, I was waking up early and and playing Far Harbor and... And I would get up, I would get home at like midnight from work and I'd have to go to my other job at like, get up at like six and I'd still be playing an hour of Far Harbor before bed. And, and I feel like that contributed to it. I had this, you know, what now feeling of love, like, what do I do now? So what I immediately did was I, I went back, I loaded a save on an old conversation with Dima because I wanted to just see how it went differently. And in that conversation, he suggested replacing the High Confessor with a synth in Mm -hmm. the same way that he had replaced Captain Avery. Yep. So, I replayed through that ending. And uh, Nick was not real crazy about that option. You know, he actually, the one that he approved of was turning Dima in, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, Even though it was the thing that hurt him, it was still the thing he advocated. And...
0: I was going to say, he didn't know that they were going to off him.
1: Yeah. But I played through that ending, and that's actually a much better ending, replacing the High Confessor with a synth. Mm -hmm. But I have to, uh, i actually, I need to replay it again, though, because I forgot to get the High Confessor's hat before I convinced (laughs) him to leave town.
0: (laughs) You need to leave now, by the way. Your hat stays.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 'Cause I'm gonna have to pickpocket his hat before I do that next time. So I, I I loaded back an old save and I actually haven't finished Far Harbor on my current save, so I'm gonna have to do that all over again. And uh, the ending was I feel like there are another, you know, several ways that I could that I could play this. I feel like there I'm very the ending of Far Harbor it it resonates in a much deeper way than the ending of the main game, in my opinion. I, I kept thinking about it for a much longer time. And I, I still think about it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, just like in line at the grocery store. I'm like, I wonder, I wonder what happens <laughs> if I do this.
0: I just, I just, sorry. I just, I could see you like, the, you know, stayed in the line, <laughs> you know, there's the in front of you. Cashiers just scanning things. And then all of a sudden you look off in the distance and, <laughs> nice. it just comes back <laughs> to your head
1: basically basically Rick that's, that's,
0: <laughs> that's pretty much what happened um, no I felt I agree with you the ending of Far Harbor was much much more meaningful than the ending of the actual game And I, I, like yeah. to me it was it just felt like I don't know it felt like everything mattered all the choices that I did mattered um, and I think to Dima or uh, Nick's the intimacy of, of Nick's feelings was um, very deep rather than the main game of Fallout 4. So.
1: Yeah, and I felt like such a voyeur during the the audio of the memory about Nick, you know, that I felt so intrusive. I felt like that was something that sh- should have been private, you know, from between the two brothers. Like, I, you know what I mean? Sure. It felt weird.
0: <laughs> like, you're just standing there like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah I uh I don't know I fall I mean I think we could both agree that Far Harbor was probably I don't know would you say that Far Harbor for you was the pinnacle of of Fallout 4 at this point like for you your experience like
1: you know what I think it might have been yeah. I, th- I think it might have been I think it was the story of Far Harbor was much more compelling for me than than the whole Sean thing much better
0: I I agree. It, I definitely. Bar Harbor felt like Fallout. It mm-hmm. felt like everything is destroyed. You know, scary. I didn't know what was around the corner. The monsters were terrifying. So yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely definitely added a whole level, whole new level. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that you did that. So, have you decided what ending you're going to do for this next?
1: I think I'm going to, as my final ending for my main character, I believe I'm going to replace the High Confessor. And, like, I felt so dirty when I played through that, you know, it's because that's that's what we fought against this whole time, you know? That's why I destroyed mm-hmm. Sean and the Institute, was because they were doing this monstrous thing, you know, c- killing people and replacing them with synths to serve mm-hmm. their own ends. But then uh, it serves my own ends to do <laughs> You know, it's, and it is the way, it's the best way, because he's the only real villain in the situation, the High Confessor. He's, he's the worst, he's the worst. And, but at the same time, just ideologically, I felt so badly about it. But I think that is what I'm going to do, because it's the only way that I can finish the quests without having to blow somebody up, basically. Um Uh Okay. So I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna but before I do it, I'm gonna have to pickpocket the High Confessor
0: and get his hat. You know you can actually turn have him turn himself in and still do nothing with the with the children of Adam.
1: Yeah, but then it leaves an open quest forever.
0: No, I know. But still. Um, Rick,
1: you've known me for a little over a year now. And what part of our relationship makes you think that I could leave a box unchecked?
0: That's, that's very true. But why don't you convince the guy to leave and then, uh, oh, wait, that's right. That's replacing him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess in that case it's not bad if you're replacing someone who actually isn't dead. Although, yeah, because you
1: can you can kill him. Dima, Dima sends you to kill him. Right. Dima sends you to kill him. Right. But you can convince him to leave. And then he, like, Dima kind of judges you if you get back and you haven't killed him. And you're like, oh, no, you know, I, I convinced him to leave. And he's like, oh,
0: Can't <laughs> well, you that's just not lie. the
1: ideal situation.
0: Can't you just lie? Tedima?
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: He'll say, yeah, like, yeah. He's, I don't he's, recall. He's dead.
1: Totally dead. Um, totally dead. The,
0: the problem is if he comes back, it'll, it'll, you know, rip a hole in the time-space continuum.
1: It will, yeah, because they'll, they'll see each other and Except, be like, the AI like,
0: hi- Sorry, I was going to say, except the AI confessor would say, you're not me because you don't have a hat.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, and just a a little note, guys, if you want the high confessor's hat and you convince him to leave, you need to pickpocket him before he, before you actually ask him to go to the room. That's how you get the hat. If you don't want to kill him, you need to pickpocket him before you ever tell him to meet you in, in the room because he's not pickpocketable after when he's leaving. He's not pickpocketable.
0: Oh, did you like sneak behind him?
1: I did. I was behind him.
0: (laughs) Tickling at his robes.
1: (laughs) I need your hat. I need your hat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your robes, they have no pockets.
1: Um, (laughs) Oh, and I'll take those too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got very cold here all of a sudden. (laughs) Um, Well, that's cool. That's not the end. I mean, you know me. I'm a little bit more destructive, I guess you could say, in in nature than... uh,
1: Well, you know... Part of the difference between the way you and i play play video games is that you have a lot more fun than I do, a lot more actual fun, you know, but i 'm this little ball of anxiety and <laughs> even when i 'm playing video games, the anxiety is there, and I have to think you know like i have that's that's i you have more fun with it, and I should do that sometimes that 's kind of where what I get out of the forest gump, you know like after i 've got this perfect playthrough where i 've collected all the things and you know i've i 've achieved all the things, all my goals i Museum of Chalenen, then I can go out with my forest Gump character and just you know punch stuff for no reason other than that it 's there, but you have a lot more fun when you play games, and that's that 's a good thing
0: perhaps um, I also get yelled at a lot more by our lovely chat room
1: yeah, but i 'm glad you 're not a quivering ball of anxiety. <laughs>
0: No, no. Um, All right. I don't know what I'm going to do for the next playthrough of Far Harbor, so it should be interesting. I'm sure I'll report on that when I get to that point. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, anything else about Far Harbor that you want to talk about, or is that it for us?
1: I think that pretty much covers it. Thank you for bearing with us through this uh, sort of rambling discussion of Far Harbor. (laughs) I I enjoyed sharing my thoughts.
0: Yeah, it was definitely, definitely out of fun. So, uh, any any last words this evening, Chalene?
1: Glory to Adam.
0: Thanks for joining us, guys.